0: The young prosecutor could feel a deathly chill in the air as he walked through the house. It had been a week since the vicious crime there, and the heat of those acts was gone now. Left behind, amid the brutally interrupted clutter of what had been a happy time, a special and loving time, were only the thoughts of the horror that visited this small home, and claimed the life of the beautiful young woman who had lived there so briefly. In the five years that Don W. Weber had been in the Madison County State's Attorney's Office in southern Illinois, he learned that a visit to the crime scene was mandatory for anyone who really wanted to understand what had happened there. It was especially important for the prosecutor, who would have to understand so well that he could convince a jury beyond a reasonable doubt. But there was another reason to visit the scene. Weber had discovered that some investigators could detect, through what he believed was a sixth sense whether the heat from the spirit of the crime remained behind. It was difficult to describe to others that sensation, that electricity that moved along your skin. Only someone with the passion for delving into such frightening mysteries would understand. But for those who could feel it, it provided a special spark that powered their efforts to find out who had committed the terrible deeds. There was no such heat there that day in 1978 for Don Weber. As he walked through the little rooms and then ventured into the basement, he felt only a shudder. That was not a good omen. To Don Weber it meant almost literally that the trail of this killer was as cold as the bite in the air. And in this place, Weber thought, that shiver felt like the devil's cold breath. The prosecutor's instincts would prove to be right, this would be a tough case indeed. But he was already drawn irresistibly to it, and would not be able to rest until it was solved. That was a vow others involved in the case would make too, but it was one that would seem for years to have been made in vain. The police already were laboring with a slow, plodding search that would take them up blind alleys and down dead ends. Could the monster who violated this former cheerleader in broad daylight elude the best efforts of Don Weber and some of the craftiest detectives Illinois had to offer? As the investigation lurched on, Weber would find himself going to any length, applying new investigative techniques and forensic technologies he hadn't even known existed. He would probe deeply into the minds of experts from coast to coast and learn about the criminal psyche in dark and frightening ways he never dreamed. Fate would deliver Weber and the police to Special Agent John Douglas of the FBI, well before his reputation and amazing abilities became the stuff of new legends and celebrity. He was in the earliest stages of developing a tactic called psychological profiling that would become an extraordinary method of analyzing violent crime and violent criminals. Armed with only the most basic facts about the crime and the victim, John Douglas would rattle off a detailed description of the killer a verbal composite so revealing that the cops shuddered. Douglas even understood the rage that led to the apocalypse in that basement that morning. And even more chilling, he gave the cops a bold plan he believed would draw the killer irresistibly into the open. Such extreme measures carried risks, of course, especially for the prosecutor who would have to put them into action at the peril of his own reputation and political career. And even if they worked, Don Weber would still have to face a jury with a startling array of evidence and witnesses to try to prove an unimaginable story of criminal behavior and depravity. For reasons even the young prosecutor didn't fully understand, he had vowed he would not rest until the pretty girl in the grave could rest in peace. If he had to drag crime-fighting in Madison County into the 20th century, or even propel it into the 21st, So be it.